Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Wyman. The Ginger Gorilla. Lock and Fora. JLC, it's built in. And Barbalace. T-Bone and his nonsensical amusement park. Inside Access, 105.7 The Fan. We've been talking this week about PFF's rankings of position groups and where the Ravens fit in with all of this, and so it's a great time to go out to the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline. Brad Spielberger from PFF joins us now. I'm Brad. Thanks, as always, for joining us. So let, uh, let's start with the D-line, if we can, and the Ravens ranking 26, and that includes edge rushers. Is this about... I guess the unknown, like David Ajabo, a guy that some thought was going to be a high first-round pick before he got hurt. He basically was a redshirt a year ago. Does that get factored in to the the reason the Ravens may have had a low ranking here? Yeah, this is definitely tied to the unknown. Obviously, we want to have projection. You know, you mentioned Ajabo, Adafi Owe, Travis Jones, a lot of these young players, even a Justin Matabuke, who obviously has shown us some good football, but not a ton of years under his belt. You know, we don't want to make a you know, leap to conclusions or assume what could be, but they certainly could jump pretty quickly up those rankings. We were super high on Ajabo coming out. Obviously, Terzi Achilles goes a bit later. But, but yeah, it, it's not a here's where we think they're going to end the season. It's more of a where do we think they stand as of right now. And some of that could be the case with the receiver position, right, Brad? Where Odell Beckham Jr., he obviously didn't play a snap last year. Bateman was injured. Zay Flowers, he's a rookie, brought in Aguilar. Ravens have had some of the worst receiving cores in football the past couple of years. You guys have them at 15. Do they have the potential to be a top 10 group? I really do think so, yeah. I mean, again, a guy in Zay Flowers that skyrocketed up draft boards for good reason, a dynamic, fun player. And then Rashad Bateman as well, unfortunate for him to get hurt pretty early in the year last year, was off to a good start, obviously had you know the bomb touchdown early in the season. So, yeah, I think they're another, another group on the team where we see some good games, we see a healthy Odell Beckham Jr., 
start looking like himself again, building that chemistry with Lamar Jackson, particularly for him, I think, down in the red zone on third downs, creating that quick separation. And I think they could be, which would be welcome in Baltimore, no question, you know, you know, a top 10 unit of pass catchers, which would be phenomenal for Lamar Jackson. Hey, Brad, you look at this group, which crazy. We were just talking about this. The this might be the best position, like skill position guys that this this franchise has ever had. When you think about Dobbins and Gus, the running backs, and then you've got Mark Andrews and the two young tight ends, likely flashed a year ago. They like Kohler, and then these wide receivers. This may be the best group this franchise has ever had. I think that's a big thing too. Is obviously we mentioned a couple of the big names, the early draft picks, all those things. But you then start looking at the depth as well. I'm glad you mentioned Charlie Kohler. You know, obviously, they take him earlier than Isaiah likely and likely then pops. Uh, last year shows a lot in the receiving game after the catch. A solid blocker as well. But, you know, I believe them when they say they're high on Charlie Kohler. And then you all of a sudden have, you know, your three guys deep at almost every position. Maybe you do go out and add a depth piece of running back, especially some insurance for the injuries that have been there. But I think that's a key thing as well. If you get some of those injuries, the unfortunate reality of football, a bug that's maybe hit the Ravens a bit more at those spots than other teams, I think you're protected against that this year more than years past. We're speaking to Brad Spielberger of PFF. It's inside access on the fan. Brad, I want to get to the defensive side of the football. You guys have the Ravens secondary at fifth, and you loved Kyle Hamilton last year, Marcus Williams. Our concern with the Ravens secondary is the lack of corner depth. Outside of Marlon Humphrey, they brought in Rocky Sin, but – does the corner depth scare you at all? A little bit. There's no question about it. I think the Rocky Sin move was a borderline you know, need, right? It was obviously later in the offseason. They were patient. I know some folks thought maybe they had something of a handshake agreement. You know, once the compensatory pick deadline passes, we'll, we'll circle back and get this done. Baltimore, obviously a club that has always done that. And I think maybe that was the case. But he's a perfect fit where – you put him on the outside, he's a press man corner. It enables you to move Marlon around, put him in the slot a bit where obviously he excels, you know, move him for different matchups maybe on the outside as well. Right here in the depth, you know, it is maybe not as deep as the unit has been in years past in Baltimore, um, but the starters certainly look to be one of the top units going into the year. Brad, let's go to linebackers and uh, Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen became a real thing, at least consistently, once Roquan Smith got here. Uh, I kind of refer to him as a, a force multiplier. It's a term that Harbaugh has used as well concerning Roquan Smith. A full year of them together. You guys have them ranked at third, but could they end the season as the best unit in football? I think it definitely will help, you know, building that chemistry. You, you drop a guy onto a team at the trade deadline, it's tough enough no matter what position. You're talking off-ball linebacker and maybe getting some green dot responsibilities. Obviously, Roquan kind of ran the show in Chicago. Maybe he has, you know, will shoulder more of the responsibility going forward. But, but that's a spot that's as tough as any to just switch teams and really switch defensive schemes almost entirely in the middle of the year. So, yeah, another step, maybe Patrick Queen has a chip on his shoulder, getting that fifth-year option declined, now going into a true contract year, all of those things. Yeah, I think if he takes that step, becomes the player they thought he could be coming into that draft class, obviously has the athleticism, like you said, did finish the season on a high note. Yeah, there's no reason why they couldn't maybe take the top spot going into next year. Brad, where are you on this defense as a whole where from weeks nine through 18 with Roquan Smith they were the second overall ranked defense in football now of course they've taken some hits Calais Campbell isn't here Justin Houston still free agent as is Marcus Peters but what do you think of the defense as a whole 
Yeah, big fan of Mike McDonald, and I, and I do think if I had to nitpick one spot, you know, of all the things we just talked about, I, I do think losing that veteran presence on the defensive line with both Calais and Justin Houston, I might add another piece there. If that's on the edge, if Houston doesn't want to return, maybe a guy like a Melvin Ingram, um, you know, that can be more of a designated pass rusher type, but also just that consistent veteran presence for that young unit. On the interior, not as many options there, but maybe look at a Shelby Harris and a Keem Hicks, still some quality football players. And again, guys that can coach up the younger guys in that unit. Yeah, but overall, I think it should be a top, you know, top half of the NFL. Their schedule is obviously going to be tough. The division is tough. And not to take away from that strong finish, they didn't play the greatest schedule of opposing quarterbacks, which I think was a bit of a factor, um, but it should. It should be a fringe top 10, if not solidified in the top 10 unit. Um, and of course, it also helps if the offense plays better, if Lamar Jackson stays healthy, keep them off the field, keep them fresh, you know, that's going to go a long way as well. Brad, you mentioned Lamar Jackson and with a new offensive coordinator and Todd Monk and a new contract, he looks like he's in better shape. We talked about the playmakers. What are your expectations for Lamar this year? Yeah, I really like pivoting to Monken. It is a change. Maybe there are some growing pains early, and we're kind of used to them coming out of the gate and blowing some, the doors off a couple of opponents early in the season. But you know, Greg Roman, uh, I think, you know, I, I get why there was frustration. I do think you watch some of his, you know, route patterns and, and guys running into each other, and there is some kind of inconsistency there. But he is one of the best run schemers, you know, we've seen in the last long time, frankly, going back a couple different jobs across the NFL and college football. But with Munkin going back to Tampa Bay and Georgia as well, I mean, you're going to push the ball down the field. And I think what it's going to do is create even more space maybe take some defenders out of the box and give them even more, you know, favorable matchups in an already lethal run game. Uh, I have high expectations. I think it was a great hire. And like I said, maybe some early growing pains, but I think they will settle in. I think Lamar will like the ability to hit some of those home runs, to be able to create. I think Munkin's more open to creating out of the shot clock a little bit, out of structure, you know, moving Lamar left and right, letting him throw off platform on the run. And I think it will mesh well over time, no question. Brad, before we let you go, we're a little less than a month away from training camp, but how do you stack the AFC North right now? It really is in the running for maybe being the best division of football top to bottom. Um, I think you got to put Cincinnati at the top. Just you know, They've been a good team for the last couple of years. I really like their offseason. I think kind of like I just talked about with Baltimore, where their draft and a lot of their free agency was not only about getting good starting players, but also – Better depth in the defensive line, better depth in the secondary. You could argue maybe more depth in the offensive line as well. So I'll keep them at the top, um, but I would put Baltimore right below them. I, obviously, we saw last year in two matchups, you know, with Tyler Huntley, they almost, Baltimore yeah. almost won both of those games, right? So, so you can't have them much further beyond that. And then, look, it's tough because I'll go Cleveland. I mean, on paper, Cleveland has a very, very talented roster. I think how we see the, the gelling of Kevin Stefanski and Deshaun Watson Talk about, you know, a weird kind of interesting pairing, different philosophies on offense. Can they figure that out? But they have so much talent. And then, like I said, I mean, putting Pittsburgh fourth in a division is crazy. I think they are a talented football team on both sides of the ball. I love their offseason as well. Um, but we got to see more from Kenny Pickett. Um, but, but, look, I wouldn't be surprised if all four teams or 500 are better if we get two, maybe even three playoff teams out of this division. Brad Spielberger, you can find him at PFF. Always great, Brad. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.